Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Oh my God, it takes forever for this thing to load. We are recording right now. The show has started, but the oh. intro has not. That's all right. Everybody wants to wait for the intro. We'll well, we might have to there. wait a little while. Maybe we'll <laughs> pop it in somewhere in the middle of the show. Yeah. So we're the Uncle Buckers, Bobby, Dan, Chris. Uh, at some point, hopefully we'll get a fucking <laughs> just have some random o- intro that starts about 20 minutes from now. Well, it's it's loaded, so if it does, it, it's just probably going to pop on at some point. So, uh, damn, we've missed you the last few shows, man. I know it's I, not yeah. the same without you. I well, you know, when you're arrested, there's little you can do about it. So, <laughs> free man. I can't again. believe that you thought that that. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. It's uh, listen, my lawyer. <laughs> Not to well, answer any specific questions about my arrest or anything. you can't talk about it, right? Not yet. You know, there was it. a conversation going on here that you were having some growth removed. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if that was true. Well, it was. Let's just say it was a stop to steal event that went wrong. And yes, there was a growth. <laughs> in, you know, very popular. Well, welcome back. Thank you. So uh, you know, into like the world of the the devils. Actually, we'll get to that in a second. Today's what. Monday? Did you guys? Uh, did you guys have a good weekend? I didn't even ask you guys. Um, it was a busy weekend. weekend. How about you guys? What, what, what did you do, Bobby? Mine was covered with sports. We talked a little bit about it the other day. I had mm-hmm. double hockey practice, final baseball game. It's just really, really been busy with the schedule lately. But wouldn't have it any other way. I think That's you awesome. should find time to start playing in a men's league because then this way, you know, you'll be the right. You know, when you once you get enough experience, you so can Dan, play as, as we were walking that to awesome. our rank at six o'clock in the morning the other day, right. I went past the current men's league that we're already playing, which means it's a start time that I want nothing to do with. And then when I looked at their skill level, I was like, no, I would die. So I don't think I'm ready for that. They were playing early in the morning. Yeah, they used they to play late. I know, but these league. were these were grown ass men, and it was six o'clock. We, so. we used to have a Sunday morning league. Uh, but it was it, it was not as popular. Most most of the games I've ever played were always evening games and late night. What about a girls' surprised. league, Bobby? Why don't you did jump you, on a girls' league? You could be the world's champion. When you we could. left our rank, we walked by that same rank. They did have some figure skating going on. I thought maybe I can go there and not get hurt. You can go at least not triple by another hockey player. Double sow cow your ass right into a all women's hockey league. I think that's what you should do. Blades maybe. of Glory, both for Pedro. Yeah. I saw that movie. Blades of Glory. Yeah. Chaz yeah. Michael Michaels is figure skating. Bobby Pennsylvania is figure skating. Don't <laughs> ever right. forget it. So I um, I was off yesterday. That was like the first Sunday I was off in a really long time. Wow. That was cool. nice. I took off. Yeah, you know, did a little. I had to fix my freaking upstairs shower. It was, uh, what a pain in the ass that was. So right. my fucking, my, my shower was leaking, like the, mm-hmm. the faucet from the, the tub, right? Right. And it just dripping, 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 dripping. So, like, I checked it out, and they said to replace, like, the pin that you pull it up for the shower to water to come out, you know, and okay. replace that little plastic gate inside and all that, which I fucking did, and it still kept leaking. So, yeah, after a little bit more research. I just buy new shower heads. 
outside. Well, it's not the well, shower. It's not the head. It's, it's, it's got to yeah. be the valve, the handle. Oh, exactly. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. So the shower, you know, I took the whole handle off, and inside is this cartridge that is like yes, you have little, that had to be replaced. Is it plastic? Plastic Mine, and brass, maybe? Or? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And what a pain in the well, you got to get the right one, right? See, I've been through this shit. And then, oh, did, did you go to the store with it? And like, you have 5,000 styles and you need yours and it doesn't exist? Getting it wasn't a problem. They had one left that was the right one at Lowe's and I grabbed that. But oh, getting good. it off... Like, so dude, what did, it, I had to use special tools. What I had to use, use a special tool like right. this That's weird, like it's, it's a, it's a special tool. We yeah, do yeah. that because it's a little like wonky and slow. And everybody gets off with my special tool. Oh boy. Yeah. It's like a T, uh, like a, it's got a little screw in, in the middle. Yes. Like it's a, and then there's like a two T's on it. So you screw it in, mm-hmm. you, you set the screw and then you fucking got to jiggle and pull it out. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was. Real quick, I was watching a TikTok the All other the day. Right? Are upset right now. But go ahead. <laughs> I know. I was watching a TikTok the other day, and this guy is like two, like twenty-something year olds, right? And they're in bed, right? And he rolls off of her, and she's like, "That's it." He's like, "Yeah, I do it like I play hockey." He says, "I hop on 30, 40 seconds max, max, and I dump it in and get off." <laughs> that's, that's a very <laughs> he good said, analogy. Dump it very in accurate. and get he off. Said, that's nice. <laughs> and then, so anyway, and she, and she said. Well, then when is the next guy coming on the ice? Because we need another shift. There you go. And then I, it got I, really – His wife, really yeah, she was yeah. like, well, then I guess I'm double shifting tonight. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it was a fucking pain in the ass. I finally got the freaking thing off, and then I bring the new one home, and I'm it, it was uh, a, a pain in the ass to get in. Uh, and then finally, like, you know, for something, I'm watching a YouTube video, and the guys are like, just pull this out, pop it back in, and all is good in the world. I was like, man, right. well, my house is also like – over a hundred years old. Yeah, so that's the everything thing. Everything right? is fucking old. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it sucks. But that was my fun day yesterday, and I watched Red Zone. NFL mm, Red Zone might yeah. be the greatest invention in sports history. Right. It is fantastic. I can just they show sit a there. lot of content. It's not just like a quick highlight. Like you'll get like a whole Red Zone rush, yeah. a whole segment, and it's pretty good for that. My wife's sitting on the couch with me yesterday. She's like, "This is like for football fans with ADD." She's like, yes. "How do you right. follow right. any of this?" She's like, "There's three different things right. going on at I one time, and everyone's from. talking over it." And I'm but like, "Here's what I, just... I think she doesn't appreciate." Like football has so much fucking downtime. Yes, and if you could fill right. that in with the Red Zone show, and you're just staying with the best parts of the game. I mean, that has a value there. I, I don't know if we could have one that's really equivalent in hockey. I don't think it exists. Well, they're doing it. You're going I mean, do you to you think it's the same it tomorrow? Though? You think well, it's going to be as – It's a little bit – you got to think about it. So it, it's a little bit difficult, like different as far as like the NFL red zone. So whenever a team gets into the red zone, they go right. on to – and they watch – and you watch that game. Now, what do you – you can't like any time right. a team's in the offensive zone, you're going to flip over to that game and be all yeah. panic. I guess it would just epilepsy going to see. Right. Yeah. I guess it would just be goals. Power plays, you, you know, power, power plays, plays and stuff. Like so, but yeah, ESPN is doing it tomorrow. All 32 teams are playing. I won't be able to watch any of it. See, but, they're going to um, always have to play a lot of catch up. You, you have a warning, right? Football. Okay. Yep. Somebody's going to score. Yes, once in a blue moon, there's that long run that nobody saw coming, and like you know, they were down at their own twenty. Right, and, and I guess red zone's going to miss those. But you know, but they go back and then show it to you. You know, yeah, exactly. When the game's like sometimes at its best, end to end action, how are you going to show red zone on that? It's always know. every second is a dangerous second. Well, John Bucci Gross has his work cut out for him tomorrow because that's the first one that they're doing. Well, I'm very and, curious uh, to see how it's going to work out. And I think it has to be mostly this. retro then. Like, you know, it just happened yeah. and they feed it in. It's got to yeah. be. 
And then tomorrow will be, uh, I think, the staggered starts, right? Like every 15 minutes from 5 o'clock on because yeah. the, the Montreal right. game tomorrow actually starts at 7.15. Um, yeah, so they're doing like the staggered start so you can catch a few minutes of each game, that kind of thing, which is kind of cool. I like yeah, that. trying to look at it as yeah. like a whole league and selling the yeah. whole league because yeah. NHL really doesn't ha- – I mean, of probably all the sports, it's a, it's the least able to do that where it's just kind of – Regular season is, is for the uh, home market television. Yes. And that's basically it. And, and I mean, you'll have, you know, 10 games on and they all start at seven o'clock, you know, yeah. and it's kind of, you know, it's, it kind of sinks, you know, after you're done watching your one game and then everything else is over. Like I like the 10 o'clock games. I love ESPN plus just being able to have all of those games on. I, I right. absolutely love it. I think there's, it is cool. Because it's ridiculous uh, how long like every game started at seven. So when you're in intermission, all the games are in intermission. Yeah. And nobody thought. Remember when it was different when the Devils almost always started at seven thirty back yep. at Blue Lamarillo, and that was always off schedule. But everything else was always the same thing. It took somebody like five seconds to go. Can we maybe stagger a couple of start yeah. times? Oh yeah. I mean, some sports this matters probably more than others. I mean, which of the sports do you think that the average fan sees the most games that don't involve their team? Football. I don't. I don't think it's hockey, right? It's got to no, be it's football. It's got to be football. It's gotta be without a doubt. Doubt. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even have a choice, right? You just yeah. you get whatever's on. And TV. football and then, fans will watch any football game. Right. Uh, you know, it just I don't especially think that's true with the baseball. Baseball seems that. like the average fan rarely watches a game that's not their team. Baseball yeah, just even. thinks that everybody wants to watch the Red Sox and Yankees. If they're not a fan of those oh, two teams, right. they just that's put that shit on all the time. Yeah, that's true. It was fun when those rivalries were killing each other, but now it's like just knock this shit off. Yeah, I agree. It's too much. I agree. But so we got three games, well, four games coming up this week. We have, uh, let's see, Montreal tomorrow night uh, in Montreal. We have Washington at home on Wednesday night. We have uh, Buffalo at home on Friday night and the Minnesota Wild on Sunday afternoon or late evening, rather, or late afternoon, early evening, I guess. Five o'clock, yeah. Five o'clock. So, Dan, we did our pucker predictions for the three games. You were not here. Would you like to give us your pucker predictions? I will. Uh, I was looking at this schedule, and this is one that before the season we would have said this stretch on paper seems like a good stretch for the Devils. But as the beginning of the season has shown us, not necessarily. Like, we got that winning record, but let's face it, it's by the slimmest of margins, right? We've been kind of touched with the injury bug. So, you know, I had a couple things. I'm still looking mostly pretty positive. So my first thing I'm looking for is that this is kind of something I want for the team to turn and do right away is, is start spreading more scoring around, right? We know that our top guys, you know, Hughes and Brad have been killing it. And, uh, you know, last game showed us other guys that we knew were going to come online starting to. So I'm going to predict that we'll get one new scorer, somebody who hasn't had a goal yet in each of the next three games we're looking at oh, three wow. games is that right or we're all yeah, yeah we're looking yep three so I, i'm thinking Tim, don't don't worry game. about the minnesota game that'll be put into next week's a new project. goal score in each of the three games yes that's, and uh, i think it's I like early that. enough in the year to the, where it's not a ridiculous thing to say no, because it's a hat later trick, on in the year it's that's, gonna be yeah, that's a hat trick for sure that's definitely a hat trick yeah if, and it's possible but it's it's definitely going to be a tough one to hit um i'm also going to pick something that is maybe on the negative side hopefully not uh, looking at predicting losses or anything, but I think we're going to have over this stretch three disallowed goals. And uh, I'm not going to say one in each. I think it's still a pretty good, strong and, you know, solid take bet to make that among the next is, three. Is Dan going for the hat trick of hat tricks? I'm trying He's to. going for the <laughs> super <Exactly>. hat trick. <laughs> right. 
I mean, I, I like shooting, you know, three pointers. I'm not yeah. good at basketball, okay. but I no, will put are. that fucking ball up <laughs> and it, I don't care if it really hits or not. And when, when you throw it up there, like, even if you have to one arm it, cause you're at half court. Yeah. I mean, all you just act school, like it's you were, go in. you were yeah, hook shot Dan. I mean, right. you were fucking, uh, you know, where's man, Dan? Never... he's beyond the paint, man. He's fucking just throwing Honestly, up rainbows all my, day. It is one of my favorite memories uh, from street basketball doing a no look from across the street uh, over your head oh, from yeah. oh, backwards shot mm-hmm. right that was a swish and everybody fucking died and i didn't even turn around i heard it swish and it was like it went in and that was Shut the highlight off. of my ba- basketball career uh that one was in a million shot i'll never do again big dick basketball <laughs> moment right there yeah that was I it. like that i had otherwise zero. i hate basketball I am about like seriously like I think three year olds can beat me in basketball. That's yeah, how yes. fucking bad I am. Um, yeah, I'm really bad at it. But uh, so, what's your third prediction? The third prediction. Well, I was trying to think of when we said you know hat tricks. Uh, we were talking about Gordy hat tricks, and I don't know if I'm going to predict one of those, but I will predict that um, we will have three fights and win two out of the three. Wow. Another hat trick. Yeah. So I got to stick with the hat tricks. You upped me with my two sets. That's now I think if I win this, I'm good for the season. If I hit all three. I don't know. There's a high chance I'm going to hit a bunch of ones after that. I might be, uh, I might have to start swinging for the fences soon. I I figured I'd come out swinging for the fences. And if I start a week behind, I'll start a week behind, but the reward's so great because if I hit these, you guys could be really behind the eight ball. That's true. Yeah, well, let's see. Bobby has one, two hat tricks. So yeah, Bob, seven points out of a oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, and Bobby, your hat it, tricks it, might be smarter bet. I heard uh, a little bit there of them. Did anybody have a stupid uh, prop or bet here on this? No, one that was not just, yet. Just stupid, just dumb. No, but I think okay. uh, I think I'm going to get into that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maybe some stupid mascot prop. I think or mine are pretty stupid. You know? Mine, uh, mine are kind of hard to hit. They're a little well, I, I think they're pretty much almost impossible to hit, <laughs> okay, but I right. think they're good. I don't need that kind um, of reality this early on, but okay. I mean, you. <laughs> I would say you probably have a three, maybe four percent chance of hitting these. Um, never never tell me the odds. Never tell me. The odds. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh-huh. A new score in each of the next three games, I think, is completely possible. I don't think that that's uh, on, very on well. the realm of, of uh, possibility. It's my most three, optimistic goal. Three yeah. disallowed goals over the next three games. I don't know. That's kind of tough. Um, we we already had I – think, I think we've had two, didn't we? No, we haven't had any, have we? Oh, yes, we have. Yeah. Toffoli we have? one in. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, but that wasn't and called I, a goal. Now, okay, wait. Let's actually yeah, clarify. Disallowed goal. Let's clarify. Let's clarify. So, like, we kind of knew – Right when that happened, like they said, no goal right off the bat. Are you right. saying that it's got to be like something like that? Like it has to be no reversed. Goal? They can either call right. it on the spot, no okay. goal, or okay. it can be a goal and then it's reviewed and overturned. You're going to have a disallowed goal. Okay. So even if it's not called a goal, right, but it has to be called a goal and then reversed because then it's not a no, disallowed I mean, goal. I think it, I think we still call those disallowed goals when a ref waves it off immediately. Okay. I mean, all right. Yes, all right. right. I can At least for the that. purposes is bet. And I'm glad you're clarifying before I win big, big <laughs> But um, for the purpose of this bet, if a goal is waved off immediately or later reversed, mm-hmm. uh, I'm right. going to call that a disallowed goal. This works. 
Okay. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. So, I think we can live with that. I think that makes perfect sense. I think it's still going to be a hat trick either way. All right. Um, and then your other one of three fights. I mean, we just don't fight a lot. No. And I think this is the my worst my worst yeah. prop bet. Definitely. Yeah. But Especially I mean, with these three teams coming up. I don't even see that as a very chippy type of game. Although Washington kind of sucks. But, yeah. You know. I was thinking about Washington, yeah. number one, uh, as being the chippiest. But I was also thinking we have the possibility of having some really lopsided games. Yes. Where and that's, that's when fights happen too. Yeah. You start beating the piss out of a team. Don't be surprised when there's a fight in the third period. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Chris, don't tell Dan, but I think he actually prepared for this. I absolutely did not. <laughs> you I just made this up just now? Dan never prepared. The last yeah, he was writing I them down when we were bullshitting before we uh, did the on show. The spot, uh, yeah. And I honestly forget what the last one was already because I did not even jot a note for that one. That was a fight. That was your last one. No. You had the three. You had the new scorer three games. You had three disallowed goals over three oh, yeah. games and that's three fights. Yes. And winning two out of three. Yeah. Even, yes, even right. more. Now, that, is, that is the dumbest one. Now, you know, let's go to what you just said about these next couple of games. This kind of is a, a, a get right week, right, for the Devils, like on paper. Like you're looking at this and saying we should have – I mean, Montreal, you know, is going to kind of play you tough. But we should definitely – like our offense is definitely far better than theirs. We should definitely win that game. Right. Uh, Washington is – they're fucking done, dude. They are so bad it right looks now. Like the and came off and that's, that's yeah, it. they look old and slow. And mm-hmm. I mean, Ovi's like barely even showing up now. So right. I think, uh, yeah, that should be a good one. Buffalo is, you know, they're supposed to be the team on the rise, but they really haven't played it yet. They've definitely um, had a rough start. Yeah, they've had uh, a rough you know, start from everybody's best predictions. At, yeah, like I think this optimistic. is kind of a you know five out of six point week for sure and if buffalo had been where we thought they were going to be i would say at that point maybe i'd settle for four points but given the way they're playing like if you don't come out way come out with five to six points i think that's you know not too successful and even minnesota on sunday i think we should i mean we'll tackle that game later on in the week but that's a game we should win especially at home i know should win but i think that can be tough the the ones we we looked at prior to this that we said we should have won and they uh, were either way too close or didn't win, you know? So, you know, that's um... now, did you get a chance to watch the, um, the game on what night was, what was the last game we had? Uh, That was Friday, right? It was was Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? I'm, I'm fucking that drawing was, a blank. That was Islanders, the, uh, right? Islanders you, in the, yeah. the five, four overtime. Yeah. Did you watch yeah, that? Um, I, I've since caught up with it, but I didn't get to watch it live and exciting game. Yeah, it was a good um, I was game, doing right? a lot of driving that night, and I did tune in for quite a bit uh, with Doc and Chico. And boy, I love listening to them on the radio. Doc's back. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm not <laughs> Matt McLaughlin. Sorry, Matt. Uh, this Matt is, and Chico. Yeah, yeah. Matt and Chico is, is such a great uh, combo, especially you got to be in the car there. Uh, I, every time I hear them, I appreciate them more. Uh, nice. I don't know. I used to just be like everything after Mike Miller was not good, you know, um, after he was gone. But I, I these guys really grew on me. Yeah, I don't listen. There's a long time of Matt by himself. I did not like Matt and no. Randy Belichick. Randy Belichick was great with Mike Miller, but I didn't like him much. Mike Emmerich, but um, yeah, well, no, Mike was, Miller used to do the the radio, right? right? Yeah, Mike yeah. Miller, okay, I'm sorry, I was getting Devils, confused with him and Emmerich. You're right, Miller. And Miller yeah, I think Randy Belichick worked with both of them. Right? Yes, he was the color guy on TV for a long time too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chico was, and then now Kenny. Um, and I like Ken and Spalding. I think they do a good job. Spalding's mm-hmm. just such a dork. It's kind of fun to, to listen to. He's such a little yes. geek. Like he's, he's a young so, guy. 
so happy he's, to be he's here. younger than i thought i i are just you, pull up I the know, other is I, he even 40 yeah. no he's like no. 32 yeah I, I, I was, so. sometimes some of the naive things he says i'd be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if he just looks like he's in his mid to late 30s and is in his 20s maybe because well i was just curious because you get it how some things you're not supposed to say you know yeah, One of the obscure right. things I was going to do looks like he's going to have a shutout for our for our picks the was period, Bill. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, he does need to stop on that. Yeah, I wanted to see if if I can predict something he might say. Uh, he's not okay, really hooked like on it, that. but so I started to kind of look into him a little bit, and then whatever I Ooh, found out, I got Wikipedia. one for next. Time. And when I saw like his graduation year, like my mind quickly went to the math of that, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's like a kid. Is, yeah, he, he, <laughs> Is he a Jersey guy? It was either Jersey or, or New York. I think it was New York. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Well, yeah. I mean, good on him for for getting this role that early in life. He he had done. He's only been a professional broadcaster for like six years before that, just doing like yeah. other types of hockey and Olympics and stuff. Like, maybe eight years, but right. still, it's a, landed well, a pretty good gig for. Yeah, I love being a critical list. prick, but I will forever thank him for replacing Kanglis. I just I, I was not I, a he's fan so of much better. Yeah. <laughs> I we and I think I still maintain. I've said this before. There's a connection between the Devils just falling apart every year in him. And the moment he leaves, we have our best year in decades. So you think it's all correlated to Cangelosi? Somehow that voice, I don't know what happened, but he put a curse on this team and, and Spalding helped us remove it. So no matter what goofy shit he says, it'll always be better than the alternative. This is true. And at least his voice doesn't crack like he's a fucking 13-year-old, prebubescent fucking boy. Yeah. And and the yeah. worst part was, like, Cangelosi looked like a prebubescent little boy. Like, he was this like, like, weird-looking troll, you know, like, hobbit-looking you know, dude. Yeah, he's, he's a little melted-looking. It he was, was hard enough melted. to lose Doc Emmerich. Yes. Right? Yeah. So whoever's coming in has got a shadow you're never going to live up to. But then... Yeah. <laughs> just and I, gave him, I said that to myself for like two years trying to give this guy a chance you know dude you're being too critical of this guy you know nobody's doc emmerich but i'm like no then you start go watching other teams and other broad like nobody has this why are we stuck with this <laughs> yeah you know i didn't think there was a worse one out there i mean to be honest I, with you. I will say that so far the the worst one that I've heard so far. We, I mentioned it uh, last week, but the whoever does the play by play for the Avalanche, I can't right. stand him. He's right. got his stupid little catchphrases, and it's yeah. so fucking douchey. I'm like, yeah. oh man, and you know, every no matter who they are, he has his little nickname for him, and he, right. you know, oh, it's so. I, I'm so glad that we don't have a friggin' announcer that does that, you know. Yeah. Yes, Jack is back and on the attack or whatever yeah. stupid shit he says, you know? Exactly. We don't need the uh what's his name? Uh Sterling. Yankees, yes. Yeah. Sterling. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's awful. Right. But so yeah, uh Montreal, you guys think that should be a nice easy win, right? I mean not easy, but we should definitely get that one, right? Yeah, I mean you're yeah. gonna be really uh unless something strange happens uh where we suddenly get unfortunate injuries real quick you, well, you're going to be super shocked to lose that game let's touch on the injuries uh yeah, this is a kind of a big deal no six went on ir on. today retro uh active ir yeah, so, so. What, so who we have on the ir right now again no sick and who else i think i think just no sick right now is on oh, the okay. ir um, who started out on the ir am i wrong that somebody started out this year on the ir nolan foot started yeah, on nolan the IR. Foot did. And, and he's off and, now He's no, he's still no, on. he's still on. He's still Nosek on. Is on. Yeah, right, the Nosek and, so Ka- do, and him, but Calfoot okay. was just brought up from yeah. Utica, okay. uh, so we have a, a, a defenseman. Uh, Miller is Miller on the Miller, IR. They, I, he's not ready. He's not officially on the IR right now. 
So but, has he been hurt? Is that why yeah. we haven't seen him? There, yes, well, the one hurt. game that we said, I still don't understand why he's not getting in this game. That's the game that he did get hurt in practice like the morning before. That's right. You had said so that. We should have put those two together um, right. for that particular night. But at the same time, we had a reason for saying what we were saying. But yeah, he's uh, no, he is uh, officially on the injured list right now, at least medical. He's got a medical icon next to him. But yeah, he's definitely not playing. Uh, and, same with Brian Holleran. Holleran? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's the, one of the kids, right? Yeah. Um, but then they have, uh, I think, did he, did he sure practice today? He sure did practice. He sure did practice. Yep. Okay. Red jersey, so, but okay, so, no contact. So he'll probably be in the lineup tomorrow. But that also then brings, uh, whatchamacallit, with no Nosik. No Holla. No Holla. We don't know when he's coming back. Right. Uh, I think McLeod was centering the second line today at practice, I saw. Um, yeah, because I, I know that maybe he should practice, but he didn't. Um, I don't think he uh, was like into like the two. I know he was there, right. but I don't think he was doing the drills and stuff because yeah, I saw so Amanda Stein had so posted up yeah. that McLeod was up there with uh, Brat and uh, I guess Toffoli. Yeah, no, breathing practice. Breathing practice. Yeah, Toffoli, right? No, yeah, who was, was Tof- playing? No, because Toffoli was playing with Jack and uh, Meyer. So, yeah, plot. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, you know, they're going to. So here, yeah. um, Nico Heischer with the upper body, Eric Halla, upper body, Thomas Nosek, lower body, Colin Miller, all dealing with injuries in the four games. Uh, And then we have bat down in Utica. Simone Nemec is hurt. Santeri Hataka is hurt. Um, Yeah. Nolan Foote, Brian Hallinan, they're both they're both hurt down there. So, so get yeah, we're don't you think like you start going over the whole list, like you just read guys in an organization who are probably never going to play, but you right. start thinking we're fucking screwed. We're getting hit with this, right? Like, you, is this how far from a normal amount of injuries do you think we realistically are right now? I feel like we're feeling it's a, it's a little bit, you know, more than usual, but is it really that big a deal where we can't fill these roles right now? No, I think, you know, hollow hurts, but Again, I thought that the team played really good without him on Friday night against the Islanders. I thought that uh, they had, uh, I guess, that third line was centered by um, McLeod came up. McLeod, yeah. yeah, McLeod was playing with uh, Mercer and and uh, Holtz That's a great on that job line. By him because and I thought they did a really a good job. Experience. He's a young guy. And yeah, filling. And I thought. I thought Chris Tierney played really well on, yeah, on that game. Like that? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I liked him. I mean, he's a, a veteran. Like, they t- they right. said during the show, like, you know, he's not going to make a ton of mistakes. He, you know, he could score a timely goal here and there, but he's just a veteran guy. That How would you compare him to, like, Lazar? Doesn't he seem like he's kind of a similar kind of player? Or He seemed like a similar type of player to me. I haven't seen enough of him, of uh, Tierney, to really make a decision. Like, I, I liked, I like Curtis Lazar. I like his game. I, I, I'm digging this team right now. I'm really, you know, I'm glad that our injuries – it sucks for Heischer. Like, hopefully he can get back in because he hasn't started out well. And then now with an injury thing, is Absolutely. this going to be one of these things where it's just an off year for Heischer? You know, and I'm hoping not. I don't think so. And I, I don't think they can afford to have, like, a – off year from he sure uh, to some ways like like last year you know there were some people who were a little off and um i'm not saying he did, reached 100 percent of his potential but uh, take away his contribution last year and we have a it's not so good so yeah. 
And he had a great, you know, he did have a good game, even though he didn't get on the score sheet against the Islanders. You know, he did have three high danger chances, three shots on goal. He was, you know, around. And actually, in in practice today, he had Mercer centering the fourth line. So that's interesting. But it's good to have these guys that can play anywhere. You know, you got a guy like McLeod that can basically center any line and do a good job. Um, Same thing with Mercer. You know, you can you like him on the wing, but he's fine in the middle if he has to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, the depth of this team, which is something I don't think that we had last year. We definitely didn't right. have this type of depth. Nope. Um, you know, and also now you got, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, yeah, these were the forward lines. This is for Saturday's practice we had. So maybe that's what I saw. Yeah, this was Saturday's practice, not today's. So Saturday we had Hughes centering Toffoli and Meyer, McLeod centering Palat and Bratt. Mercer, I'm sorry, centering Tierney and Holtz. And then we just had Lazar and Bastion. So we were just running with 11 forwards for that practice. Right. But now with uh, Heaster back, that shouldn't be a problem. And things will kind of probably settle back. McLeod yeah. will get down to that third line again. And Tierney yeah. will probably get moved to the fourth line. You, with you're McLeod right about and, that depth. I mean, you know what I'm reminded of is when we went to the playoffs last year. I was very impressed by Carolina. I mean, that was a team with some depth. Yeah, sure. they, they came into the round against us with, uh, you know, two of the like, their top four or five names down. Yeah. And they put on a great performance, right? They really outplayed the, the devil, Devils in that series. There's no doubt about it. And that that's the kind of depth that I think we have this year, which is yeah. sick, you know, to say that we could be without two of our top three or four guys and still be a team that wins playoff games. I, that, I think that's not an outlandish thing to say. I think there's one guy that – this team can't play without what can't play without, and that's Jack. I think everybody else, the team can, I think would be okay. I really, and do. you never know. You might have the team show some heart you didn't expect. Just like you said, you know, Hall of missing him. You know, look who stepped in in his role and did yeah. a job that you didn't expect, right? And, yeah. and you never want injuries, and you certainly don't want them this sure. early. But in a way, you know, it's kind of good. We do get to see what this depth can do how much yeah. you can hold for us and such, That's because so. they're going to be needed. Everyone's going to be needed. And if you're going to have them, the injuries, have them early. Sure. You know, yeah. Have them when everyone's still figuring shit out. I mean, you everyone on panic when you're trying to get points to stay in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Right now is a good time where you could just chill uh, and just, you know, deal with this kind of change. But it does make us realize again, just how much everything went right last year. Right. And yeah, we talked about that with our points predictions. Like, yeah, they could eclipse it, but they also very well could not just because of, you know, luck. Right, um, yeah. And the injuries have a lot the injury, to do with it. Uh, injuries rate that they were on like three quarters of the season throw. Yeah, when you I mean it that uh, way. They had very you, few injuries. You could be like a team like Edmonton right now, which has started very oh, slow, yeah. and then now McDavid's out, and there's you know a That's couple weeks. Yeah. That's a little scary. Uh, if you're an Edmonton fan, I think I'd be a little bit nervous. You know, you don't. I mean, they they definitely have the firepower once they're all healthy. That you know, whatever points they need to get made up, they can make up. But yeah. when even when he was in the lineup this first few games, they weren't playing good, man. Right. So right. that's a, a little concerning. Well, they were playing good. They gave up eight goals in one game. Right? Yeah, so no, that's really not playing good. Well, Dan, since you are the uh, resident goalie guru on the uncle puck wow okay um it's not thick but okay what is your like impression of schmidt right now i I'm am sorry. not I'm doing super I'm impressions. give us a good <laughs> <I missed them. laughs> you totally right missed that one accurate question answer which is the most boring thing to do i apologize that's all right but, yeah I, I, i'm not gonna you have to answer this in a swiss accent that's for sure yeah right <laughs> 
uh, not impressive, but more like Swiss cheese. No, no, it's definitely not that. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of cheese humor, but you know, uh, I think instead of being like this is his team, it's there for the taking. He's showing some real human, you know, sophomoreish kind of play that you expect from a goalie his age. Okay. I don't think he looks like shit. I don't think it's like he's everything's falling apart. Oh, the show's yeah. starting, guys. The show hey, is finally starting. Now we know what we're going to say epic. later. Jesus Christ. The next time we'll do is we'll start the show a half hour early and everything will sync up great. That's perfect. That's, All right, that's back awesome. To, back to Akira. It's <laughs> fucking I, shit show. It's timing. It's just not right. He's a little late, <laughs> just like that intro. Exactly. Now, it, you know, his game is not horrible. He's been a little up and down. He's where you'd expect him to be if not for the really amazing performance he put on a relatively small amount of games last year. So he's definitely got that question mark looks bigger and brighter above him, right? It doesn't look like it's being answered at all. I'm not panicked about him uh, at all. I think he still has way, you know, a lot of time to develop. But one big question I had in my mind is, is he going to develop a speed to you know, overtake Vanacek and be not only the devil's better goalie, but one that you feel really excited to go in the playoffs with? That has not been answered in the affirmative at all, right? He's just kind of treading no. water right now, uh, looking looking like he's where he needs to be on a development path that is not putting him as number one this year. Put it that way, okay? Not talking shit about uh, his ultimate place that he could be on this team. I still see a lot of good things, but um, I don't think he's like rocketing to the number one spot on his own. That's clear. Does it worry you that he's not? Not really, because I think when you know people who are going to make peace with the Devils not going after a goalie this year, which I I was one of those people, I guess. You know, I did say all along if we could make the deal and not hurt the team, yeah, let's go for a more experienced name who could win now. You know, I know we don't have that question answered from our guys, but I did think, look, put in proper perspective, what teams have that question really answered to the point that it really matters. And I'm one who think goalie matter, but I also know like we've had some expendable goalies on cup winning teams in the last few years. And I don't mean to say expendable, but interchangeable is more, probably more like it. Goalies that have been, you know, traded away by their teams and, you know, are coming right back down to earth. Uh, so, you know, I didn't think we had guys that you couldn't win with. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't panicked and I still think Vanacek can be more than serviceable he can be you know get his game together as solid as is necessary to take us all the way if you know and not be the weakest link on this team it's just not a given i would say the chances of that happening of us getting that kind of performance where win or lose you are not going to blame your goaltending this playoffs i think the chances of us getting that kind of performance is maybe seven out of ten i'm still positive on it that between the two guys we're going to get that get there you know you had mentioned, and you know, I think we all completely agree that a big issue with the, well, not an issue with the goaltending, but just how they're like you go back 20, 25 years, right? And and there were really elite goaltenders in this league, right. like just and there's in the every team seemed to have just a great yes. guy behind between the pipes, and you know, with how interchangeable they are, like yes. there's really not. Like, I mean, it's you got, you have maybe four or five that are really outstanding. And then every single team seems right. like they have a situation like the Devils. I know. And it's so weird because I sometimes think that it's the, the teams, the sport and goaltenders in particular are products and victims of their own success. So in other words, they brought up the overall quality 
of the skating in this league to the point that there's no place for fighters anymore. It's not right. just the rule changes that the, the everybody's so fast. That guy's going to stick out like a sore thumb, you know, like, so the overall ability of all the players, they look at the goaltending. Uh, we, yes, we had those greats that were like the elites. They were, you know, any period where there'd be like four or five guys who were like the guys. It's, it's probably true that they were amazing in their own time. And it was a time where they could have their own style and, and, you know, you could really attribute their skill to them. But I also think that the game is so changed. We've actually brought up the bottom of the goaltenders who make the NHL. They are all so damn good. They're yeah. all on the same level. And it's weird because if you look just on the stats, you might sit around and go, look, dude, I'm a big Marty Brower guy. I'll tell you that these guys don't have his numbers anymore. And you're right. And part of it is at least the fact that we had guys scoring goals who probably would not even be in this league today. Yeah, they, right. they, you know, they were not necessarily always the best shots and not always the best, the best saves. And, you know, I mean, look at some of the goals that the devil scored uh, when we were like maybe mocking our opponents, right? Uh, Ron Hextall, end of his career. He had yeah. some laughable goals. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you that we don't get hardly as many of those bonehead type. Of, I can't believe the goalie let that goal in. You know, a half ice shot. Those are super rare now in NHL, and I'd love to see the stats on it because I really don't know. But when you look at quality of goals, uh, the, the, the goaltenders are so damn good. You know, from it's it just that's part of what's led it to the point where you don't care which goaltender is right. fighting for you. If he's an you NHL also, goaltender, he can win. You know, also for you to be in that elite category, it just I guess goes to show you how much better you have to be. To be yeah. in that Shesterkin, Sorokin, Hollabuck conversation, you know, like, I mean, because oh, yeah. really, I mean, you go through like every single team that people have a, you know, gold star next to as Stanley Cup favorites. Right. I think maybe I would say Dallas is the only one out of maybe the top five or six that has right. a solid number one guy in Jake Ottinger where everybody else are like, if their goalie can pull through in the playoffs. Right. And like you said, because of the amount of skill that's out there. Yeah. Like, and they've I mean, spent the last 20 or 30 years <clears throat> doing so much more specific training for that position. I mean, yeah. you got to remember, like it wasn't really that long that we've had goalie coaches mm-hmm. that these players would have ever seen until they got to the NHL level, NHL right. level. Like they would go and win on big teams. And nobody would even, coach that position very much they might go to like a you're on your clinics. own yeah and now forget about it these these athletes have people who dedicated just to that position and all the little nuances of it and it's gotten so uh you know well practiced it's right. just the way it is well there's about 20 minutes 25 minutes my minnesota vikings will Woo. be taking the field to get thoroughly pummeled you want to San bet? Francisco 49ers. I will not be betting on this oh. game. But I'll tell you, there is one prop that I maybe would take, uh, and uh, I was thinking about it. But the NFL season is going strong like it is tonight. Boys and girls in DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And all customers can take advantage of sweeteners every game day this October. The prop I was going to say was Kirk Cousins. I think it's 223 or 253 yards over under. I definitely take the over. I think they'll be getting their asses kicked big enough that there'll be a lot of garbage time (laughs) 
throws in the fourth quarter that'll probably get him over 300 yards um i feel like you need an intervention with this prediction it's all right i'm used to it but get in on game day greatness download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code thpn new customers can score 200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the nfl that's code thpn only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown mm-hmm. is yours okay gambling problem Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit oh, ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Booth Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Boyd, where? In Ontario. In Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance or seven days, whichever comes first. Mm -hmm. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsible gaming resources. Oh, that's so awesome. Isn't that fantastic? It is. I, I didn't know Connecticut was so nice, and that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, they have their own, like New York, their own little helpline for when you mm-hmm. figure that you just bet away your college kids' college tuition. And, <laughs> Help! And everything went sideways, and my wife left me, and I can't believe that Kirk Cousins didn't throw for six touchdowns today. Why did I bet All I my wanted to do was have it? some fun this weekend, and my life turned into a country song. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Gamble responsibly is what we're yeah, saying. And then, to then you're just having fun and everything's cool. You can, yeah. you can do this. You can do yeah. this. You can do this. You Don't can walk be this a, line. Just remember when you're about you're to make square. that bet, when you're about to make that bet, to, that's, oh, this is the one. This is going to get me out of the hole. This one hits, man. I'm in the plus side. Remember, you're being a fucking asshole. Don't <laughs> be a fucking asshole. That's it. <laughs> It's so that's motivational. It. That is, yeah. that's great. This needs Don't to be on a loop, a like in the asshole. restroom at a casino. <laughs> <laughs> I right. want to go to a casino. I want to go play. I know some it's poker. been a long time. I think I, I was know. talking about this with someone about how we used to go and just play poker all night. And that was yep. fun. Wow, yeah. I don't do shit anymore. No, we got old. You guys, ever do I'm, three card poker? We're almost yeah, enough to go back. I like three card. Like with you guys, we would go and you know get in the poker rooms, play hold and stuff. But. uh on my yeah. own, if Jamie and I are just wandering around, yeah, I get I get an hour or two on three card. Haven't walked off a three card poker table yet without winning. Wow, wow! Not now, much. It could be a hundred, could be four hundred, six hundred, but every time, I just it's another one of those kind of low and slow. You can't and, lose. Uh, yeah, the way I see, it right. if you go down to Atlantic City and you walk out not losing any money, it's a huge plus. That's, and even yeah. if you walk out and you're like, hey, I spent you know two hundred bucks, and that's not too bad if you well, had a whole night of having fun. If you can't lose that game, that's why right. don't you quit your job? You'd be making yeah. more money. Oh, because I, I bet small. You got for a living. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Yeah, I'm just bet small. I start with a hundred. I you know two, I think you're making I a huge. Table. I think you're making a huge mistake. You kind of double down on those bets. I mean, this well, is, in all honesty, you're leaving money uh, literally. On the I table. got a gambling literally problem. on the I've table. Listening a lot to you guys trying to talk mm-hmm. me down. So only in certain states. I don't know if you've learned that. I've learned this <laughs> from those ads. Is that it's, right. this is only a problem in some states and. They're working on it, you know. That's what that's what I get from it. So it's very you can good. call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www one eight hundred Gambler dot net. Like prank calls. Oh, no, and you could be like, I have a three card poker problem. I keep <laughs> winning, and they're gonna say you don't have a gambling problem. I'm like, sir, you how much do you bet? I'd be like, I am down for a whopping hundred. They're like, we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. They, they definitely don't want to talk to you. 
I, uh, yeah, I mean, I just never really got into gambling. It's just like, like actual, like sports betting and stuff. Right. I bet if I had money, that would be a lot of fun. I call I that number like sometimes. Fun. And what I'm trying to do, well, I figure most of the people are former gamblers themselves and they're trying to help. But my goal is to flip them. Yeah, put that anywhere. But my goal is to flip them. <laughs> and so they're trying to help me with my problem. I want to tell yeah. them about this fucking sweet, sweet action I was in on. Right. And it was so awesome. And by the way, I could put, I could go in right now and, and see if they would put put in with me. Just basically make them get back on the train, you know, fall off the wagon. Well, so, uh, right. And do you remember that would be a when, win. Then Dan used to go to pay phones all the time and call 1-800-MATTRESS. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought you were making something up, but that's true. <laughs> no, it is. I, it is you true. You used I to do it all the fucking oh, time. What an idiot. No, I just made a... <laughs> Of course, I don't call one Andrew Gambler. I was thinking that's something an idiot would do. What's hilarious is that's exactly the kind of thing I used to do. Yes, yeah, any payphone you couldn't walk by one and be like, "Where's Dan? Yeah. Oh, he's calling one eight hundred mattress." What I'm did always, you remember my characters? I'm always angry. My mattress is late, <laughs> and they're sorry, and they start looking up information. Right. You know? By the time, well, we don't have any. Yeah, it's all, you know, I live at one, two, three. Go fuck yourself. You know, right. Stupid childish uh, way to bail on the call. Uh, so uh, funny. Oh yeah, and I used great. to. Uh, I used to respond to any kind of thing for sale in the paper. I don't know if you were around for that. Like, you know, no, I don't remember you doing that. Oh yeah, we used to get like the newspaper where sure. kids and stuff. And I'm selling. You go through the classifieds. Yes, and you know, just ask them about it, and just bust their, bust their balls about it, and try to be. That's the shit you're gonna do in like 20 years it was when you're very an old jerky man. Boy influenced. We always liked the yeah. jerky boys. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to be a jerky boy. Awesome. But you're like just gonna be this old lonely man calling up people yes. from the classified. Tell me about the bicycle that you have for sale there. <laughs> what is the seventy five dollars? How many wheels does it have? No man, you just can't do that anymore. <laughs> it's not fun. Because everybody's on like marketplace, and you'd have yeah. to like, it's, yeah, it's, it sucks. It, it, it's like you, now you can't even just fuck around with somebody. It's either like a crime, or you have no contact with the person. It's just the way life is, you know. And prank calls used to be so much fun. Like oh, they were so much fun mm-hmm. when you were. That's something like culture. our children will never know what it's I mean, like to actually I mean, make. I mean, Bart Simpson used to call, call Moe's restaurant. Do you right. remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that uh, – it was like it was called Red or something. It was a bunch of recordings of an actual prank calls to a bar from this old bartender that sounded more raspy and crazy than Mo did. And it's a, it's a series of calls. It was, it was like a little bit lesser known. It came out like before that Jerky Boys thing. Yeah. Right. And uh, I used to love it. Like the guy would end up like in a very hoarse voice wishing murder and death on this little child and his family. Oh, Just Jesus. like that's – it was like Bart Simpson calling Moe's. Right. That's where they got it from. Those are there's some real tapes behind that. I got to find that for you guys. Wow. Yeah, um, it's probably so old. It almost might be able to play it now as some kind of public record or what do they call it? I mean, M- prank uh, prank calls are, are are definitely a part of our childhood that I I miss, and I think that more kids, unfortunately, they're never going to be able to do it. They don't even talk on the phones. They don't even technology. Let alone like they don't even know what a payphone is. Not that you needed no. a payphone to do it. Well, but like, let's face I, it, their communication is much more involved than we even realize. Like, there's the whole streaks things, right? You know what the streaks are, right? No, tell like us. A, like oh, wow, a you guys are streak. Look, like, yes, yes, exactly. I thought you guys what? were both suddenly older than me. Like you so, snap each other every day and see how long you can chat. make a streak for like, you know, I don't know, whatever, as far as they want to go, right, Dan? Like, I, okay, days, I don't understand all They just keep building it. Here's the thing. If I, if me and you are Snapchat buddies, you can't leave me on red. 
Did you know that? Oh, I just heard it's, that. I just learned that color. yesterday. It's not a color. Not a thing, color. Guys. This is like this oldest old guy talking. Like your kids would yes. just die if they heard this conversation, how stupid we sound. But when you leave somebody on red, it means almost like I saw your text, but I didn't text you back. Yeah. Go yeah. fuck yourself. I, on red. Yeah. The idea with uh, streaks is like they live their life like it's a fucking ping pong game where I have, if I send you an image, you have to send me an image. Like if I text you something that I don't ask for a direct answer and I don't we don't talk for a week it's like normal right right Not them right. you have to fucking keep that ping pong ball in the air with these snaps and they have that's streaks and i guess it's 24 hours if you break your streak that's like a fucking big problem for some of these kids like I, it becomes that's, OCD. yeah really that's insane. way too much work well, uh, some people are just having fun with it and i think they can handle it and they don't really care and other people get fucking psychotic about it you know what it is it's just, it's just more reasons to constantly be on your phone and yeah, that drives me smart little tool for Remember like when like when the pandemic the, started the and companies. everyone went to like they couldn't give you a menu, right? right. So you, you had right. to do the right. menus on your skin. I'm like, so now I'm in your restaurant and I'm just like just staring down at my phone, like, yeah, hold on, yeah. I'll Fuck tell you, you what I want Apple. a minute after if I try to. If you don't know what this. Applebee's has by now, Bobby, you shouldn't be going there. <laughs> right. Fiesta you know line chicken. The, always the Fiesta, Fiesta line chicken's the best there. That's yes. what <laughs> okay. All right. All I've ever gotten. From I, yeah, I'm not sure that I've gotten much else there. But Thirty yeah. years, I've never gotten anything other than Fiesta lime chicken. It's so good. It's yeah, funny. I, I must have had it because like. it sounded so familiar to me when you said it. I'm like, okay, that's a dish I recognize. I, I am another one. I've been eating that so long from Applebee's that I remember when it first came out, it wasn't called the Fiesta Lime Chicken. It was called the Tequila Lime Chicken. And oh, my they God. Cooked that's it. right. Yeah, it was the Tequila Lime Chicken. And now it's History the Applebee's, guys. Nobody thought they were going to get that today. I got it just because of the name. Brilliant Eating good in the motherfucking neighborhood. Bitches. All right, I don't know so, where they got all those pictures of our high school. I think that's creepy. They, I think it's creepy, location. too. Yeah, I, I think it's in my rusty yeah. singlet on the, every fucking wall. I think the one with you on top of the guy's shoulders with your mm-hmm. pom-poms, that is right. a great picture of you, Dan. I that's think you one. look fantastic there. Yeah. But I think he's peeking up your skirt. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Right. I think he's right. taking a peek. Yeah, and uh, that's the way I wanted that picture. I paid extra to that photographer. <laughs> I said, look, <laughs> I'll give you the sign. I'm going to give you the shot you need. Right, and you were like, just be But I want this on every Applebee's wall <laughs> in New yeah, Jersey. I had, a, I had a long view plan. And now right. I can honestly say everybody's like one day there's going to be a shitty chain restaurant all throughout mm-hmm. the United States that is going to plaster family, my your picture. Your children have been <laughs> looking up at my sack hanging out of a skirt right. for the last 25 years. That's and I true. planned this when I was in high school. You're a yeah. fucking genius. It's an evil genius with the stupidest of plants. So we have uh, four games coming up this week. Um we talked a little bit on Saturday night, Dan. How many points do they need to pull out of these next four games with that? So it's not a complete and total oh, disaster. Yeah. I remember as our per, per our discussion, I totally agree with what Bobby was saying. Uh, so I'll let him put the numbers on it. But um, this is a, a streak that if you don't do better than average, you're going to be shocked and a little dismayed. So out of a possible so ten points, what do they got to walk away with before you're, you're like, you know, then we're freaking out saying this team's possible ten of- points for the five. Yeah. Yeah, five games, possible 10 points. We're going to look five games ahead or three games ahead? Well, I guess – well, no. How many games do we have this week? Four? We have four we'll games on Sunday. Game, two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, four. Let's do the you first three points? before – no, yeah, let's do the eight points. We'll, we won't do the Sunday game. We'll talk about that Saturday. So, yeah, okay. possible six points. Oh, so just the three games? Just the three games. Okay. Montreal, Washington, Buffalo. Yeah, I think you got to win two out of three 
and at least get a point on the third or you're going to be disappointed. So, so five, five. Yeah. Six, five or six. Five or six. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get six. I think this is the beginning yeah. of their role. I think they yeah. win three in a row. It's more likely. Computer shit almost fell. <laughs> Honestly, Chris, yeah, it's over. funny. I, I think you guys are both right in the sense that what Chris said is actually more likely, but I think that um, five out of six is what is the minimum for success. I'll be happy with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going to really happen. But I mean, I'll basically be- what that really boils down to, if I'm being completely honest, I no, expect the first two wins. Yes. I expect to lose the first two games. No, I expect the first two <laughs> wins. I'm just kind of giving that sure. Buffalo as that possible leeway for like an overtime loss. Yes. But realistically, if they don't beat the Capitals and the Habs, it's already not a good week. I'm kind of expecting the Capitol game to be a fucking massacre. I mean, they really should just beat the living snot out of them. They should win by three or more goals easily. Um, Even in Montreal, like they can't figure shit out. Um, You know what? I watched Montreal the other night and they're so fights. They're so like, you know, you're old when you're watching a a hockey game and everyone on the bench just looks like prepubescent teenagers. And you're just like, these guys are like 16 years old. They look so friggin' young. Yeah, uh, it, it it's it happens so one day you're like man, <laughs> it is odd it's very crazy i said hot oh you're on your own with that one <laughs> you are on your own <laughs> no, I mean, I was, odd. yeah no yeah. It's, it's just odd because i think i remember you know being a kid never thinking that you would be the same age of these players and then i think like it's so coincided with the devils doing their absolute best where they were clearly older than us right and then as you know interest waned a little bit there's a little bit um over the years where you weren't tuning in as much and you kind of missed that little crossover point where the players were really exactly your exactly age, your age yeah. or even a year or two younger and you know like so next thing you know you're like oh dude i'm 10 15 years older than everybody and it's yeah. growing every fucking yes. year it's crazy when we constantly call players by their dad's names you know we're getting old. You yeah. know when it's Adam Foot, not Cal and Nolan Foot. When it's Mac Ty Domi, not Max Domi. Keep the chunk ripping it up. Man. Yeah, you yeah. know exactly. Who calls you your your uncle's name because she's losing it. That's what you think of, and that's what we look like right now. You know no. what I'm saying? Yes. She's like, no, who? No, that's not my name. That's uncle's. <laughs> Do you know who I am? You know. It's you funny. ever talk to your grandma like that? Yeah. No, I don't have well, any grandparents. Well, that's yeah. yeah. Your, your, grandmother, you for, for your grandmother is like 105 years old. Oh, she's dead now. But yeah, she would be. <laughs> she died. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't well, you know missed that. It by like, yeah, quite a few years. Wait, how come I didn't know about this? Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was the. Uh, I feel year like after I just saw her. It was the year after COVID. We had her hundredth. Okay, so yeah. the year of COVID was pretty amazing because everybody was doing that we can't go kill grandma right now thing. Right. right. And it's her birthday and grandma doesn't understand like how to turn the TV on, let alone what's happening in the world. Right. <laughs> she just thinks everybody ignored her for her well, birthday. Well, we had to come up with something. So everybody had these stupid, annoying things they were doing. Did and you so we were kill like, grandma? Well, <laughs> well, well, we'll see about that. Never know where the so show's going to go. Do you <laughs> we decided to kill grandma? No. What happened was we just did one of those things where you drive by her house, okay? Oh, you and did drive by and you just fucking started shooting? Holly said drive by. And so we got – no, but then it turns into like 
one of these festivals I see in the park on the weekend sometimes where there's lots of flags because we have our own banners. And right. we're like this train of people going around this old people neighborhood. It's great. And um, we got our banners out of our cars and we stop in front of our house. And somebody's got to go get her because she can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> there's 20 cars outside. You're turning the TV down. So, you know, like- the one person who threw COVID has been like taking care of her is allowed to be, you know, they're like the quarantine. Yeah. Remember, right. we were doing all this shit, right? Yeah. And so they get, and then a lot, like half the family, I think, didn't believe in COVID. Oh, boy. And they started walking over to her. Oh, no. And then the other half of the family going, are you trying to kill her? It was was insane because we had a COVID family battle on the lawn of this old woman's house. And she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She's She's looking like, why are people yelling? And she's telling people, come in. And she's wondering, she's never had a drop in of fucking 25 people out of nowhere. That's never happened. Not even when she was up and about in the 50s, she never got 25 people and she doesn't even know COVID exists. She has no idea what's oh, going on. Man, so it was brutal. It was the most hilarious but sad thing. All the well, same how'd time. she die? She was hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. This woman, she survived the Spanish flu epidemic. Yeah, she really did. It came out about the same year she was born, or whatever, and. Um, she went through the depression and everything else and she made it through COVID, but like a following year, she, uh, okay. So out, you guys didn't, you, yeah. you didn't kill grandma. <laughs> no, she was found with a needle in her arm. <laughs> oh, she didn't ever kicked it. Huh? Listen, nobody uh, blames her. Like, poor granny never kicked it. That's something oh, you shame. never hear. Like this guy turned 95 and he said, what the fuck? I'm going to start shooting heroin. Right. It's always somebody who had their whole life ahead of them, yeah. you know, but sure. nobody ever thinks, you know what grandma needs right now is some fucking opiates. She's <laughs> absolutely she serves them. You know what? She, she looks, totally does. Most of the time, let's and teach her how to do heroin. I think that I would love for my children to do that to me if I get to yeah, the like late 90s. Did you uh, ever watch it Archer? never happens like that. Archer. Um, yeah. I've seen he, some episodes. Yes. Yeah, his his I butler. Uh, yeah, I forget yeah. his name. He's Woods, a he, Woodstock or Woodsworth. Yeah. It's wood know, something, yeah. yeah. Um, well, he's like 80 years old. He's a heroin addict. He's a junkie oh, in the man, show. Yeah. Right. I forgot. <laughs> he's like it's, always disappearing to go cop some fucking smack. Yeah, which is it's, hilarious from like an Alfred the Butler kind of character, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like how can we make this uh, – just make him a heroin addict. All right, that works. <laughs> That's good. That works. Yeah. So, all right. I think uh, I got to wrap this show up because I am going to go watch the Vikings get their butts kicked. So uh, for that, you know, really looking forward to it. But we will be back uh, probably on Thursday and we'll discuss the the two games, the Montreal and the Washington game. Uh, We will have the Keys Door game up on the YouTube channel some point tomorrow. Um, So subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, whatever else you got to do. Who gives a shit, right? Um, Just pop in and hang out with us and we can tell stories about Dan's junkie grandmother (laughs) and uh, Bobby's girls hockey team and, you know, everything else that's going on in the world. So for Bobby, Dan, I'm Chris with the Uncle Puckers and we'll see you when we see you. Puckers out. Later. You motherfucker, you got that queued up. Yeah. I couldn't get the intro. You did it. You just did it 45 minutes no. late. I'm going to do it You're now. You're listening to the Uncle Puck <laughs> 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 Podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony. <laughs>
It's over. You did it. You did it. We got the intro. All right. Good stuff. That was fun. What a cluster.